And stretch everybody, say it, sing with me. La, <laughs> la, <laughs> la. Okay, I'll draw the line. <laughs> okay, and. Hello, everybody, welcome to the ANS podcast. My name is Anthony Matson. I am here, as always, with the gorgeous, the charming, the person who pays my wages, Miss Olivia Jeskolka. Hello, love. Hello. What an entrance. <laughs> I know. I think I needed a whoop then. I, I think you I think a good whoop was done. By the way, the voice you're hearing there is Adrian Woodrup, who is, and I've written this down because I've got a memory like a sieve, Solutions Architect in Application Development, who is our special guest today. Hello, Adrian. Hi everyone. Well, since you've ruined the fort quite a grand as entrance as uh lived there, but okay, I'll take that. Well um, <laughs> I was actually talking about, well, see, we, we always do prep before the episode where we gossip about our guests and um, we say really lovely things about them. And I'm saying that in, <laughs> in the most genuine way I can think of. And I was saying that it was funny because I remember when you first became, we first joined ANS and you were like big man on campus and, um, and you rev in this whole local. You were for a while, yeah. You were like you were like man of the hour because it was the whole power apps, low code, no code thing, or as I like to call it, lazy code. And um, <laughs> and then uh, and then we we actually started working together finally on a few bids at the end of last year. And I said, oh, he's, I said, Adrian went from being someone who I knew about to someone who I worked with to someone I'd actually consider a friend and I'd go for a drink with. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's the very truth i mean you've been you've you've actually been a a good support to me over the last few months with regards to lockdown and uh and yeah so i i think you're top mate so welcome to the podcast i'm glad to finally get you on we've we've wanted to have have you sandwiched between us for a while now <laughs> you're also uh, you're also our number one fan as well aren't you adrian ans podcast super fan I am. I am. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Not that you're the not the top of the list, but I do listen to a lot of podcasts. What what, what podcasts do you listen to at the moment? Uh, apart from this one, uh, I listen to things like Tim Ferriss. Listen to quite a lot. Um, I listen to uh, Digital Transformation by a guy called Chris Williams. It's quite good. Uh, really good, in fact. Uh, and uh, Danny in the Valley is a really good one as well. That's all the um, latest insider information from uh, the Silicon Valley. Oh, like Quite Silicon Valley gossip. Kind of, mate. Yeah, kind of. Really, really good that one. I definitely recommend that one. He does a, a, a series called uh, Tales of the Valley. Uh, I think it's called that, and uh, that's really good. It's how the uh, how it all started, right from uh, right from Jobs and and everyone starting out with Apple and things like that, and how it all came about. Right, right. From the, the entire days actually, really good. I read an article a while ago actually saying that Sil the people in Silicon Valley are actually moving. Is it to Arizona? and nevada because it's a cheaper and um it's become i think the whole the whole silicon valley thing has become so inflated economically that yeah. some some organizations are literally just are upping and leaving and, and going to other states yeah exactly it's it's becoming just uh i nearly said cesspit then but it's becoming a bit awful to live place to live because you're either you're either on the streets or you're in a really high, expensive house. Uh, there's there's lots of people there all applying for the same kind of job. So it's it's come from this amazing place of innovation to this this place. Mm. It's not a very nice place at all. 
Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, thinking about moving it back to the UK and, and Liv, you'll be able to help with this one because we as an organization, um, obviously, you know, as an organization, we obviously have all been working from home. Um, the office has been open sort of part time for people who, who basically uh, need to go there before they murder their families. And um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I say that with with complete sincerity. And um, the uh, the thing is, with with all these organizations like people working from home one thing that we learn is that productivity doesn't drop when you work from home like i think there was these these preconceived ideas about it you don't have to necessarily be somewhere and i think in even in the london office we now have downsized significantly i believe because yeah. it's just it's just not required yeah and, and you you know i think certainly from from an ans perspective it's you know, as, we, as we're coming out of this situation and going into the summer, we, you know, we might see that, you know, we, we downsize the office and you, people just aren't going to come back to the office full time. And you've seen big organizations like Spotify last week, I think, announced a work, work from anywhere in the world policy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're never going to be bound to an office ever. Um, so a lot of the big, big tech companies are starting to do things like that. So naturally, it'll filter through into into the to the channel. I literally yeah. had a conversation with Glenn saying, can we move to the Canary Islands? <laughs> and um, because I saw this thing about Spotify and I was like, I wonder, I said, I could still do my job. It's only, it's, it, it's still the same time zone and it's just sunny all year round. And he said, no, it's too windy and he doesn't want to learn Spanish. But... <laughs> So uh, I've seen quite there's obviously a few polls on LinkedIn saying what, what do you want to do? Do you want to like work from home or do you, do you prefer to be in the office? Or I, I don't think it's as black and white as as this company does homework and this company does office working like like Spotify have gone for. I think it's got to be it's got to be right for the person. Mm. For, for me, it's, it's a good mixture of both of them. I, I need that contact with the, my peers. I need to be around people and and especially when working with them and particularly stuff we do as well when we're, when we're looking at like app dev and things and ideation and all everything else that's in that that kind of process we run through mm. without being next to someone and fleshing it out a bit it's it's difficult over teams yeah especially when you've got kids in the back trying to do homeschooling and the dog mm. come running in every two minutes and barking at me oh yeah i've been on enough yeah. calls with you to i think i've seen seen the family speaking of kids by the way congratulations i know i'm not probably not oh, thank you very put much it in the um public realm but we have we have got the 12 week scan you're going to be a daddy <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> Don't oh, know if I congratulations can... oh we're very excited we you're are very excited it's, uh yeah amazing you... news when's your due been, date uh september well end of august early september it's been it's been a massive roller coaster for me, Lindsay. Last last couple of years. Uh, so, so when I started ANS, I don't know if, if many people know this. When I started, and I don't know if this wants to be cut out of the podcast. When I started ANS, I um, literally as I left my last place and came here, Lindsay was diagnosed with with breast cancer. So we went through all that the chemo and all that kind of the, the getting her back to uh, to healthy and, and being cancer free. Then we went from there to. Um, the recovery kind of starts mentally from once we got the, the physical, the cancer's gone and gone through all the treatment and radiotherapy. Then we start with mental recovery and we came out of that and, and like I'm tired and everything. And then straight away, bang. She's up the duff. Again. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> can I say like... that? <laughs> <laughs> Producer Kate's probably like seething at the moment going, Oh my God. And did you just say that? <laughs> um, but I mean, you've, uh, I we've always I've always said and I think a lot of people can agree with this that adversity 
tough times builds character and what you guys have been through i mean you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy with regards to breast cancer and i think that you know as a couple i you know you've you're you're probably tighter than you've ever been and i'm i'm so pleased for you i really really am we're, de we're definitely stronger definitely stronger it's a family hell and everything so so everything's looking looking good now we're saying that we've been for the bad stuff but we you know, we're now pregnant we've moved the house in lockdown uh we got engaged in lockdown so loads of good stuff's happened i've i've actually enjoyed lockdown um controversially mm. um, yeah i think I, I think people forget don't they that it's, it, it feels like a fast year but it's still everybody's still achieved a lot and stuff has happened it's easy to just forget it and write it off isn't it but you know some people have still managed to do some amazing mm. things yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah bringing I... that back to work cross around that back work's gone but it's, you know everyone's well i'm I, I, i'm i'm just saying i can't wait to get to the office anyway because then i think i said this on the culture video which by the way if um if you haven't seen it already for those who are listening if you go to if you search for ans group on um, youtube there is a video on there called this is ans i believe and we uh, are ans we are ans we are ans yeah and we'll pop, uh, the link. we'll pop the link in the pub in the podcast description yeah, yeah oh i forgot we can do that we'll put the link in the podcast description and, we can do that we've got all the power and uh i i think I, I the only thing i remember saying was and i remember when i said it when i recorded the video thinking oh i hope that gets cut and i didn't was me saying i don't really do anything <laughs> when i'm in the office <laughs> No, no, we left that in front and centre. Don't worry, we don't worry, don't worry. Anyway, should we should we talk about App Dev? Yeah, let's talk about App Dev. Um, Can we talk about culture before we move on from that? From that, because that was a nice segue into culture. That... Do, you, do you want to jump on the podcast, Adrian? <laughs> we should get you. We should have you as our roaming reporter, honestly. Uh, but you are speaking. Let's speaking of culture, though. To be honest, culture is a big thing, um, and uh, we. I, I had a conversation, I think it was with you, I can't remember if it was you with someone else, and I said, it's very difficult to maintain company culture because it's all about energies. And if you if you you bring everyone together in a room and you have this amazing energy, and the energy is at ANS is, is, is unique, I believe. But then what happens when you take the room away, which is what happened last April? So with regards to that, and we were saying who are the people who really have been championing culture um, and driving it, uh, and your name is always at the top of the list because of your involvement on Yammer, because of your attitude towards everybody, and you always do have a very optimistic view of things, considering the year that you've had as well. I, I think it's 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 fantastic. So as That's a, a hindrance sometimes, that optimism. Oh God, yeah, you're so irritating. <laughs> I just can't even. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, so Adrian, what what is it about culture that makes you so passionate about it? Uh, it's one of the reasons I started at ANS uh, and chose this as, as my next place to work. Really, um, sounded quite arrogant there, but yeah, it's, I chose it's this the as my next. Of... I could have worked anywhere, really, because I'm just so amazing <laughs> at everything that I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know that did sound quite arrogant. So, uh, yeah, cut that one as well, Kit. <laughs> no, 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 keep that one in. <laughs> The reason I started here was was, was it was like uh, I know Shannon, I've known Paul for for a, a long time, I've known a couple of people at ANS, but as I, as I came for the interviews and just met with people and 
and started speaking to different people at the business. It was it, it just straight away I got on with everyone. We, I realized we all have the same values, we all have the same beliefs. There's no there's no kind of uh, old school mentality that you get in a lot of a lot of businesses, and there's no that that big corporate mentality you get at some of the big places. You know, but it's all process driven and everyone's in the box and box pigeonholed. It's it's just if I wanted to do something at ANS, if I had an idea and that idea could be built and made into something, I know I could do it. I know I'd have the support from the senior leadership team and I'd have the support from my peers. I know I'd have the support from everyone in the business to help me do it. Mm. And I guess that's the what I see as the culture at ANS yeah. and why why I want to not champion it, but make sure it doesn't doesn't disappear because of COVID. Yeah, it's, it's they're full of, they're, we're all yes people, I think. Within reason, <laughs> within reason. Yeah, but, in, a, in a positive way, like, yeah, yes, yeah. let's make it happen. I, mm. I, I, I kind of uh, summarise it in a, in a similar way, Adrian. It's like it, it's a place for ideas and a place for opportunity. Um, and, and we'll give you the freedom to, to think of both and support you with them as well. So, yeah. mm. Land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did you? Because I, I I'm going to talk about AppDev in a second because, yeah. and and this is my little I've got a little story. So um we did uh, a podcast recently with Joe Wolski, who is our technical director, and if you haven't listened to it, it is it's a doozy. I really like that one because it shows what focus and ambition can really give you as a, a, a can really achieve because what he achieved in seven short years is actually quite amazing going from someone on the service desk to, to now being on the board and i i i personally had been talking at, and i remember saying this to kate and and live i said this to you 18 months ago i said i want to learn to code and at the time you you guys were like you should you should do it because they needed coders in the uh, map dev team and uh and i started doing it and then i stopped and, and after doing the podcast with joe i actually pulled my finger out and i started a full course in full stack web development and i've done all the html and css stuff so far which is yes. incredibly easy i found it really easy actually um to grasp because i've always been someone who thinks graphically so to be able to t think of it graphically and now i can see how that works in a code i can look at an image or something and and, and i can picture the code in my head and now and i've literally just got arriving today from amazon a 650 page book on javascript so my reading's about to get very interesting um and so when you, because yourself, you, you, you're an app dev specialist. What, what, what was your beginnings like in app, application development? So I know we, you keep trying to get into this, but let me, let me just start say something before we get to that point. So Joe Wolski, <laughs> that's week. <laughs> have a nightmare. We'll get there. Is, this, is it going to be a two-parter, this? I told you. I, told I you think you it's going to, a two-parter, I think it's going to be a series. Good luck <laughs> So, so in the in the, the conversation you had with Joe Wolski last week, what one thing that he didn't talk about, and, and Joe is the epitome of an ANS employee. He is he lives and breathes ANS, and, and the reason he is, and, and and the reason he's done so well is because of the way he approaches things. So, so Joe, before he started at ANS, had an idea for a business. So it was his previous job was engineering and car parts and, and doing things with cars. So he had before you had comparison sites and things like that. Joe had an idea for a business where it was going to be um, a, a part comparison site. So I need a, I need a part for my car, exhaust for, let's pick a random car, Ford Escort. I put that in, in this search engine that Joe's built. Um, that would then go to a number of garages in the back end 
and they'd all then say, I can do that in five days for 300 pounds or tomorrow for 500 pounds or whatever it was. And just do that, that uh, B2C communication tool. Mm. Now this was back in, I think he said it was like 2006. So, so if it wasn't for the 2008 crash, Joe could, you know, Joe could be now some millionaire sat somewhere bought out by Euro car parts sat on a beach. And it's that kind of, you know, that's the mentality that, 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 that just thrives at ANS, that kind of can do, will do, I'm going to do this kind of mentality mm. and, and not being scared to do it. Having the, having the, I don't want to say balls, but you know what I mean? <laughs> balls. <laughs> you can say it. balls. You can, I think we can, you can get away with balls without it being explicit. I hope. All right. Yes, that's permitted. That's permitted. And we're going to keep that. In that. And by the way, listeners, that is producer Kate, who's constantly telling me off. Uh, <laughs> First time I've heard her on a podcast. We need to keep that in. We are going to keep that in. I think most I of this is talking about necessary. <laughs> I'm going to keep talking about you then. So you have to stay in. I have to say, as a technology podcast goes, this is the one of the most unprofessional ones we've done so far. And I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it. <laughs> Let's talk app dev. Right, well, Let's uh, talk. Yeah. yeah. So app why? What, so, so what? What took you to app dev? Did you go to university to do computer science or anything like that? No, I didn't go to university. I, uh, I, I um, at school. So I'm, I'm, I'm dyslexic. So at school, I didn't, I didn't do very well. I didn't do really well with the traditional kind of learning methods uh, when I was at school. Uh, I got a D in IT, for example, uh, because IT for me was Excel spreadsheets on word processing uh, i got mm. bored very quickly hack the network uh put pictures of things i shouldn't be putting on everyone's desktop screen things like that <laughs> got got in trouble quite a bit in, in it for, for just doing things like because i just was not interested i, I had a, a z expression when i was five or six is that the and, one with the rubber I, is that the one with the rubber keys oh that's the one the beautiful thing <sighs> I had I got a Commodore, uh, Commodore 500, no, an Amiga 500 plus Ooh. when I was uh, 11. Oh, that was a beaut, that one. And that, so I've always had, I've always had a computer, always. And I don't know how my mum and dad afforded it. We, we, we grew up quite poor in a council estate, so I don't know where they got the money from. Hopefully they stole it. It was off the back yeah. of a lorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you're far on now. But, so I've always... I've always uh, always known I've, I was going to be in IT and always been interested in IT. And I've, I've always, like, always uh, done things with computers. I remember when the lottery first started, I started recording numbers in Excel on my Amiga 500 Plus looking for what, what trends you'd get for different balls and things. And then I started learning uh, HTML. I think it was, like, three or something. Like, I can't remember. But, but so, so I've always, always had an interest in computers. Mm. What I've not had an interest in is learning uh, traditional methods of computer science just because my brain does not work that way sure. uh, right we're getting to that dev <laughs> yeah so then so because um so you obviously you had a big interest in computers you learned html and then you um when when, when did you get your first app dev job so, so that, that, that's it so I, I, I was learning html uh and this was like in i want to say like 90 Eight ninety nine maybe. Oh, the birth of the during the, uh, the big the very beginning of the internet boom. Yeah, it, it was it was way back when it was in school and my cousin my cousin was learning it and and we we started learning it together and then uh, we then I just went off on a tangent 
uh, and ended up being in infrastructure for some reason. So I stopped coding and started. I got more interested in what graphics card and RAM and and, and uh, things like that inside the PC and how the PC worked. And I, I, like I wanted to know that when I pressed the L key on that keyboard, what mm-hmm. happened in the back end, how that went through those bytes, went through the processor and kicked back out and printed something on the screen. So I, I got more interested into that, in that than writing software. Is that like? Then, in, would you? Is that? Would you fall that? Would that fall under what industrial design? I don't. I don't know. Just, just weird geekiness. I think it fell under. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> so, have you? So have anyway. you? Liv, have you ever been a weird geek? Um, no, I'm just trying <laughs> to follow the conversation because that's how much I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making lots of notes, and I'm going to go and Google stuff after. <laughs> but you know what Google so, is, so you're halfway there because that's exactly, all people yeah. need these days yeah uh so, so, so from, from there that i kind of just, just got into pcs and then i got into fixing pcs and uh, I, I got a job at a, a trailer company of all places where i was was their it person and learned about networking from there learned about ad and active directory and then it just led into a infrastructure support role then i started on the service desk as a level one and then went, went from there into an infrastructure engineer and then went through that infrastructure piece and then flexpod which is when I first met ANS. So when I was at Alpha Beta at the time, mm. as their uh, IT infrastructure manager or service manager or something like it was, and I got a new Ed through a friend who was another who was a solutions architect. So I got Ed in, uh, met Paul Shannon. Paul Shannon was my uh, infrastructure uh, pre-sales engineer at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and Ed was the sales guy. We bought yeah. a FlexPod from you guys. Right. Was, oh, I'm going to say, and what, yeah, because I think uh, I was going to say, and what's a flex pod? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, for those who do not know, a flex pod is basically tin. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so, so, so oh, I'm trying to get, get to the point. So, so after <laughs> no, that, take your time, mate. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, once we deployed that, we, 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 we had virtualization, and that was all new, and then cloud came along. I, I knew that cloud was going to be the next thing following virtualization, so I jumped on that bandwagon. I went contracting, doing doing cloud and AWS, and then Azure. Then I, I, I just just went on that, that kind of roadmap, really, of moving mm. into cloud, and then infrastructure got boring for me, so I then moved into PaaS and, and SaaS, and then, then building applications on cloud infrastructure and cloud native services, and then got into application development. Right. Okay. So, um, there we go. <laughs> so let, let me just try and unpick some of that. So the actual, when you said you were into like AWS and Azure, which are obviously two of our largest vendors, um, would you say that you were more sort of back end at that time then? Um, oh, I'd say I hate the word full stack cause, cause I'm not a front end developer, but I understand the functions of a piece of code yeah. that are going to drive the front end that mm. when something happens, it's going to take a, uh, uh, Another feature, sorry, feature of a code that's going to take a function that's going to then send that data into a database and form an action. Yes. So I understand that the, how an application works from end to end. Could I write a, a front end application as good as some of our developers? Not a chance. Uh, even back end, not a chance. Because <laughs> that's what they do day in, day out. Yeah. But then working out how that works and, and, and how it all, all hangs together and how we use API gateways and, and any other services, databases and things, that's 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 where I sit. Right, okay. So when you, uh, about 
I'm going to say about a year and a half ago, a year ago or something, we had this massive wave of low code, no code, lazy code. And um, which is through power apps. And is this, would you, would you, would you say it's fair to say you've cut your cloth in the world of power apps? Was that, is, yeah, yeah. is that even the right phrase? I think I just made that up. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So, so there was, the low code, no code has been around for, for quite a while. Uh, and, and Microsoft have just commoditized it and made it really nice and easy for everyone to access through, through right. 365, through Office 365. So, so, and they made it really easy for the things like Dataverse uh, and some of the features like Power Automate and things like that. So they've, they've just made it really easy and really accessible to everyone. And, mm. and, and obviously that's for a reason. They want everyone to be able to build apps. So, so when, when COVID kicked in in uh, March last year, um, we had a call with a council uh, just saying they, they're worried they're going to end up using Excel to get um, food packages and, and medicine and medical supplies to at-risk people who are literally locking themselves in the house and they've got no one else to help them. Right. So rather than using Excel in a day, maybe two days, we built a power app um built it end to end so it was the uh we we, we took the personas so a, a at-risk person a volunteer give, doing the foods and a coordinator built the app around those personas and 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 built it quickly is, is what mm. we used it for but we, we use whether it's low code no code or full code or full custom app we use the same process it's it's the amazon amazon do it really well and talk about it really well it's that that working backwards process so let's yeah. look at what's What's the value we're going to deliver, whether it's a business value or organization value or end user value? Let's look at what that is and then work backwards from that. I, I, do you know that that methodology is something that even I apply when we put together a bid? You, you start with what you're looking, what is, what do you want your final output to be? And what, and then you work back and you go, how do I achieve that? And then you, yeah. and then you, and that's how you set your milestones because then that way you've got clarity. And I guess the same with you, Liv. When you have a campaign, you've got so what is what is the end goal of this? What do what are we looking to achieve? And then you just break it down into smaller pieces, and then you map out how you're going to make meet those milestones. Yeah, and I guess that's that's the way, not just per department, but that's the way. Um, a and s sell as a business as well we, we you know when we engage with customers and we talk to customers about how we can help them it, it's always around business outcomes and then you know it, it's you know what do you want to achieve and we'll help you get there with technology as opposed to this is what we sell and this is our technology suite you know which one do you want it, it's you know it's, it's about business outcomes mm. adrian you talked about obviously you know in march when covid hit and we started helping organizations with you know, with, with applications and turn them out really, really quickly. And then, you know, it's been a phenomenal year for, for Power Apps in A&S in the business. It's done really, really well. Loads of attention from, you know, front end of the business with marketing and loads of loads of traction and excitement around it. What, what, are, some, uh, what are some of the cool projects that you've been working on? Yeah, so, so let, let's, let's move on to app dev rather than low code, no code. So, so part of the app dev stuff, we've been getting into... Uh, digitizing processes really so we're working with uh, a large uh, multinational vet where they want to uh, they want to do uh, online consultations with, you, with your pets so if your pet's been injured you quickly jump on uh, to the app book a ship, book a slot with a vet and i do a video consultation to do that initial triaging so so it's things like that where we're digitizing processes uh, a school is another example where we they've been uh, um 
obviously can't do uh, in-class education and want to switch to online, but they don't just want to use things like Teams or Hangouts where uh, data's all over the place and you've got to log into one portal to do one thing. Then my little girl at her school, she has to log into to Google Classroom to do uh, classes and Stream's got a bit of the content on. Then she has to go in Teams for, to do something else with it at a whole school thing. And it's just a bit um, all over the place where the school we've worked with wanted to bring all that together in a, a central, I want to say portal, but for want of a better word, portal, um, where a student is logging in. They've got that single experience, that single place to come for all their work, all the coursework, all the sh uh, schedule, speaking to tutors, accessing videos, everything's in that that one place. So what we've been doing, Liv, to answer your question quickly, is, um, is we've just been digitising those processes and making them more digital. Yeah and, yeah, yeah, and I guess, um, you know, we talked before about business outcomes, like just just listening to you there talking about the variety of different organisations that we're helping with totally different business outcomes. Um, you know, that that app dev, um, you know, technology lets you do that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, we can we can build anything you want. I think I think as, as much as we listen to the different business outcomes, there's, there's, there's a thing, there's a common stream across all everything we've built and, and something ethos we take into everything we built and that's that's being customer obsessed so when we're working with with our customers we're thinking about their customers and and how what value you're going to give to your customers and how that application we're building is going to deliver that so with the vets for example uh, we want to make sure that the end user it's quick it's seamless there's no because they're, they're going to be in the state of if your animal's injured you're going to be in a state of I don't know. Uh, panic, yeah. Panic, fear. So there's all these, all these, 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 uh, these things happen. Different personas we've got to build into the app, and it just needs to work. It needs to be quick. Needs to be simple to use and and easy to to to, to run through, and not not doing things like asking for GDPR at certain points and asking for payments as you're panicking. You know, let's sort that out at the back. Let's get you in front of a a vet quick. Uh, yeah. With the school as well, it's about making sure that experience of that student is is unique because there's loads of online schools out there. Um, making sure that, that that student has a brilliant experience is key to that that business value. So, so what we do when we're building apps and and, and Ben, if, I'm assuming you're going to get Ben Potts uh, head of product onto this podcast at some point. When when we work together on, on those things, we we take that customer obsessed mentality into into each application we build. That sounded like the tagline from a poster, but I know it's true. <laughs> I, I would like to, I would like, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this question, but I would like to ask it anyway. Uh, with regards, like as, as someone who, because applica application development is about creating stuff and building things and um, solving problems. And yeah. is there any um, kind of subjects, um, and, and I'm talking in the broader scope outside of the remit of ANS, is there any kind of app that you could that would be like your dream project that you would like to work on? It could be something that doesn't exist or something that already does exist. Really good question, that mate. Really good. Well, um, uh, you know, they don't pay me for nothing. <laughs> Actually, they don't pay me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 two two answers to that. The, the first one is, uh, and I'm working on it at the moment with with a police force, and that's uh, a single use communications tool. So this is this is. Um, if you think Teams, you, when, you, when you're when using Teams, we want to communicate via video. 
I have to have the Teams app, you have to have the Teams app, one of us has to have an account, and it's a bit, it's, it's, I need that app to work. Same with Hangouts and everything else. <clears throat> so what, what we're doing with this police force is um, they want to be able to take witness statement tools on video. But it's not just about the video, it's about being able to take screenshots of evidence, um, sign on glass the, when you've completed the statement, see the statement being typed out so nothing can be misinterpreted. There's, mm. there's a lot of different elements we're building in there. So we're building that with with the police force, and, and it's a, a really a really cool use of technology, uh, and it's going to save them hours and hours of, of police time. But that, that use case could work in retail. If you want to do an online consultation without needing an app, it could mm. work in housing. If you've got a problem with your boiler and you don't want to use a housing app, but you want that quick video yeah. conversation with someone and then drop it. So, so that's that gonna, that I'd like to productize. That reminds me of, there's an app called Be My Eyes. Have you heard of it? I haven't. Okay, so Be My Eyes is a an app for people who are blind or have um, a very restricted sight. And it means that say they wanted to work something or do something they can't do it. They can use the app Be My Eyes and you have people who are volunteers and you get a notification if you're a volunteer as someone with sight. And they use their camera on their phone to say, can you help me with this? And they point it at what they're looking at and you describe to them what they need to do and yes that's a really good use case really good use case for it uh, the 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 difference between that and this one is you, you don't need an app for this uh, and, and that that's yeah. what it needs to be it needs to be single use so as much as everyone's getting away from so, single use i want to use single use so it would work in a browser for example Every, exactly any phone any device any laptop any tablet as long as you you've got access to the internet and a browser on any browser, uh, you can do a video, of ah. text, voice call. Now I know why you were putting those random things out on Yammer, asking people, "Does this link work?" Exactly. Ah. Exactly. Research so and development, people. <laughs> Being the guinea pig without knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> another, another Amazon uh, ethos: test quickly and Netflix. T test quick, test fast, and just try it. So, who better to test on than my? my uh yeah. true 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 that is actually it's very and um so how how is that project at the moment developing have you what sort of roadblocks have you hit um have you if any um thus far if you're allowed to talk about it obviously because <laughs> I, I could talk about some bits of it so, so people it's a, a people process with every i hate the term digital transformation because people in technology use digital transformation lives going to hate me for saying this Digital transformation is something a business does. ANS cannot digitally transform a business. The business has to transform themselves. What we can do is enable them. So where we digitally enable them. Yeah. And it's that people thing that, that's that's not always the blocker, but, but we're changing how someone does the job. Yeah. An officer will go and to someone's house, sit with them, build a rapport, and, and you know have a cup of tea with them, speak to them about the problem. We're going to do that on video. And that the officer's got to change their mindset and how they do it and make sure they're still building rapport and do you know what i mean so it's got yeah. a, it's got a it's a people thing so you can you thing. can you can take the digital digital horse to water but you can't make it digitally drink the water exactly <laughs> <laughs> perfect man. perfect <laughs> thank you thank you i'm here a week <laughs> Um, I, I know we've got another question and I also know that we're running out of time. So I let, I think, Liv, if you've got to want to ask the last couple 
I hate to I hate to wind this up because I could talk to you for another hour to be honest. But told you, told you we'd uh, we'd not not have enough time with this. So yeah, well, we're, yeah. This one. We're, well, we're gonna we'll have you back in a couple of weeks to to finish the interview. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Joel's him definitely get him back. <laughs> Joel was we might have you back. I'm uh, definitely get you back. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah just i guess to wrap up really like you know you talked about um digitally enabling people and things like that what what in your opinion any tech predictions for the coming year or the next couple of years where do you where do you see it moving uh i think custom app dev is going to be more more prominent uh, i think uh, and i was talking to this about to paul shannon about this uh, and he's his term was perverse when i talked about it uh old cloud i said so VMs and things like that and, and, and migrations is the old cloud and, and the new cloud is is applications. And, and it's just becoming more accessible to, to organizations, people, businesses, everything uh, to build their own custom application. It's no longer needing thousands of developers and architects and BAs and everything else to, to build this application. It's not a, a big problem anymore. It's quick. We use cloud native services, so we don't need to build authentication from scratch. We use React, so it can work on any 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 device anywhere. So so it's it's the technology that's driving uh, the ability to build apps quicker, better, easier, cheaper. Mm. Did that answer your question? By the way, Adrian, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. We are going to have you back because I have a funny feeling you've got yeah. fans now. You've definitely got a fan in me, <laughs> and you've got a fan in Liv. And Kate's pulling her air out probably right now. Going, how am I going to edit this? <laughs> I'm dreading this next question. What is the next question? What are you watching on telly? What are you watching on telly? Yeah, I tell you, what are you watching on telly at the moment? Please be something completely and utterly cheap. And I I was about to use a word that I'm not allowed to use on this. Do a lie. Do a lie and completely something cool and and edgy. Or do I tell the truth and let you all know I'm watching... uh, Married at First Sight Australia. Oh my god! I was god. literally going to say that. That's what I was going to guess. <laughs> the best bit of Married at First Sight Australia is how bad the the psychologists are. There, there was a guy on there. It was he's an emotional brick. He just said nothing. It was horrible to the girl, and and the girl's getting upset, getting emotional about it. And the, the psychologist said, "Can you not see what you're doing to him and why he's pushing you away? Like you idiot!" <laughs> the guy said. <laughs> we have to beat that out. <laughs> I knew. I don't know why. I knew you were going to say when you when you said, "Oh, it's it's not cool and trendy." It's uh, but it is. It's bang on trend at the minute. It's getting loads of followers. I haven't you... seen it myself. Yeah, I thought it'd be right up your street, that Anthony. Oh, oh it's didn't it, I? It's you know, I love my Australian TV. I'm a massive, massive fan. MasterChef Australia. Um, and uh, my kitchen rules, which unfortunately has just been cancelled, which is rather annoying. And uh, Kath and Kim, if you've not watched Kath and Kim, it is on Netflix. You should go go watch it because it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> we typically so when uh, when I first, one of the first all staffs I went to, uh, there was me, Andy Barrow, uh, and a few of a few other lads. Ed was there, and a few others, and, and like all all middle aged men stood around chatting, and we were talking about. Um, uh, Love Island. Love Island. <laughs> we, we, honestly, there were a group of girls behind us chatting about football. <laughs> Just defying all stereotypes. Not there, not there with my love 
<laughs> yeah, expect the unexpected. <laughs> I absolutely. We're talking know... about narcos and what she likes and me going on about. Whenever people say to you, <laughs> what are you... first at Australia? Okay, um, guys, I know we, we are going to have to wrap this up. Adrian, thank you so much for being here. It's been Anytime. a pleasure. We will definitely get you back. Liv, Liv, are you exhausted? It's been a pleasure. I'm drained. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, Googling a load of techie terms now. I don't know how a computer works. I feel very inferior. Thank you. I've learned a lot. Thank you, Adrian. It's cool. We're gonna, next time I speak to you, I'm going to ask you what happens when you press the F key on the keyboard and to make it display on the screen after you've done all your research. Oh no, you've got you got I'll give you till tomorrow afternoon. Right. So everybody, if you've been listening, thank you so much. Um if you've been if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. If you are listening on Spotify, hit the follow button. We'll be back very soon with another episode. I've been Anthony, he's been Adrian, she's been Olivia, and I think we should all cheer and say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye. And stay safe, everybody. Take care now. Bye bye. Let's see what Kay has to I say. I don't know why I bother prepping questions and content. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>